recording. Welcome to another episode of Booking Pop Culture from where I like to call the Mike Nine Studio in part with and syndicated through Podcast Detroit. I'm your referee, Rick Vivian, and tonight's bookers are God Loves, Bronson Kills, Dickie Bronson. It's yeah, on. It's Hi. On. It's on. I unmuted you. And on the Skype machine, hailing from the law offices of Dewey, Cheatham, and Howe, our resident pop culture guru, and this podcast attorney, first letter of his first name, Jay. You're getting too pro, man. Getting too pro. Well, you know what? Uh, we're kind of all cobbled together here. Uh, Dickie and I got one ear going. I, I pulled the mix board out. I was going to replace it with something pretty cool on my end, at least on the technical end. And I just couldn't couldn't get it working. Excuse me. Couldn't get it working good enough. So we're we're back to the mix board, and uh, you know is what it is. But anyway, uh, we kind of wanted to get back into our groove here. The holidays are over. We got a new year, uh, Rogue One, and well, in that time frame, uh, Dickie, you went down with an injury. Uh, oh. We wanted to talk about that, see what happened to you, and and what you've been doing with your downtime. So let's kind of start off with uh, what, what the hell happened. So I tore my bicep. It's a distal rupture at the uh, at the elbow, basically, joint. The other one's at the top, which is more common, but this one's at the elbow doing pull-ups. The body just couldn't take your body my weight? hardcore personality. Is that what it was? I don't know what it was. It just rejected it. So when was that? November 1st. Okay. I had it reattached November 28th. They basically, they say they call it an endo button repair, and they make it sound really fancy. I found out that basically what they do is, they screw, drill a screw yeah. into the bone. Gross. I felt the screw. They wrap the ends of the tendon, they're all frayed, around the screw, and then put basically, they call it an endo button, just a washer, basically, <laughs> over that, and they tamp that shit down and pray to God it holds. That's basically. So they went to Harbor Freight and cobbled you up. Yeah. That's fine. I always wanted a foreign object, kind of. You know, right. I that would be yeah, you got dope. that Lex Loot. You can you know, come in with the yeah. come in with that inside elbow. Yeah, something, man. I thought that was So the, the tendon tore. Yeah. And they put a screw through the tendon? They wrap it up, and then they kind of wrap it around that screw. Then they put a, they kind of like screw and washer it down onto the forearm, and then that will eventually fuse to the to the bone. Do they ever remove that screw, or nope. at that point, I don't it's all, want them to. It's all gobbed up with with. It's all yeah. Tissue. It's a it's a it's a hillock of glop. Gross. It, yeah. Whatever. I don't know. I don't so when was the surgery? November twenty eighth, and yeah, no, I don't want them to take it out because anesthetic is the worst thing ever. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, horrible. Yeah, that that uh, your throat's all jacked up from the tube. And that hour and a half. After I woke up, I was just cold sweats and nausea, like the heat in the car. Like I couldn't smell the thick air from like car heat. Just mm-hmm. like it was horrible. How's I, the how's the pain been? Not it was never even hurt. It felt like a cramp. I jumped up and I heard what I thought was uh, my knuckles cracking because I slipped off the bar to do chin ups. And uh, I'm like, ah, what the fuck did I even do? And I kept looking and moving around. It just felt like a cramp. The only reason I knew is because this bicep was like three inches higher than that bicep. I don't recall it being in that position at all. Snapped up like a roller shade? Yeah. 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 Well, I was partially attached, so luckily it didn't roll all the way up. Otherwise, it looks like a golf ball under your delt. And some guys just fucking leave it. How, How are you functional if you leave it? You can. You lose 40% of the strength in that arm. Like, I couldn't. Because you're all triceps. Turning a doorknob right? was yeah. hard. But strength test, fucking, you know, flexed, it was fine. 
The other weight was fine. I could carry things, but rotationally, like the guy did nothing. There was no resistance rotationally. So I would never win an arm wrestling match or slap hand game again. I never yeah. won either. But <laughs> yeah, I've never really heard of you as a champion of either, but Well, yeah. <laughs> uh but uh well, Doctor, can I play the piano after this? <laughs> well, uh, I don't see why you couldn't. Oh yeah. great, because I couldn't before. This perfect. <laughs> yeah. But I'm pumped. Yeah, I got shitty jokes. So um, now Dickie, uh you you've been a pro wrestler for a minute, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know this wasn't in the ring, but was this your worst injury? It definitely sounds like the worst. I mean, I broke my neck. That's probably the worst. That's How'd you do that? Oh, fucking Kid Static, Nick Hoban, overshot me on a leg drop and landed directly on my head. I love how you named the person that hurt you. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is your best friend, I've, I've seen people yeah, run, with a them. running tally <laughs> yeah. of people that have injured them, and I'm not going to name names, but I've seen this post, you know. But um, so... I had a flash of light, definitely concussion. I sat up. I finished the match. I don't remember finishing the match. And then uh, I sat down after, and I stood up, and I fell over. And that was weird. And I thought it was, like, brain injury stuff. I had, like, spotty vision, whatever. This worst pain in my life the day after, like, base of the skull, horrible. I started getting, like, vertigo, crazy shit for weeks and weeks. I went to the doctor, CAT scan, they said you're fine. MRI, they said you're fine. Everybody thought I was off my fucking rocker because for, for like a year or two, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this is weird. I'm getting a lot of weird fucking symptoms, twitches, whatever. So finally, I just said, you know, all right, I have a brain injury. I'm just going to be punchy or whatever for the rest of my life. Fuck it. Years, like a year or two later, I got a full spinal x-ray and the dude showed me the x-ray he's like what the fuck happened to you i go what he's like right there your head's supposed to be over here my head my skull shifted like a quarter of an inch that's what i was just gonna ask i thought like your head was off its axis yeah it turned off the atlas so like twisted like a bottle cap when he slid down like that and it was like off kilter for forever i did you know some rehab and other stuff for that sometimes it sucks but for the most part it's way better but yeah i had a like a broken neck for like three years and didn't really know about it that kind of, I mean, I knew about it, but nobody believed me. Right. But the best news was I wasn't insane, so like that was way cooler. Yeah, no, it's good to know. Are you sure? Yeah. No, nah, I mean, for that at least. On that problem. <laughs> I've never really taken any profiling tests or anything like that. <laughs> but, uh, that would be interesting. Maybe we should bring somebody in here and uh, bring it on. ask some questions. No, I'd love it. Let's do it live. <laughs> yeah. Torn meniscus, uh, torn ankle, uh, shoulder. This is the most grisly sounding one. Nothing's ever had to have surgery before. So, and uh, I guess I woke up because I woke up to them saying, are you going to be cool? Which isn't normally the best thing you want to wake up to. <laughs> Meaning that you were uncool while you I were not awake. Definitely a period of uncoolness. <laughs> and they were like, I'm like, what did I do? Like, what did I, because I was groggy. I'm like, what did, what did I do? It was so bad. Yeah. <laughs> just like, How was I uncool? Like, well, you trying to get out. <laughs> So I pulled a little like Weapon X there for a minute, but I'm sure it is not as cool as I want it to be. And I was, I'm sure it was a pathetic tugging and like yeah. vague cuss words. And they were just yeah. like, fuck this, boop, and hit the go to sleep button. And then, <laughs> you know, we came to at the beginning of our movie where I asked, they asked that, me if I was going to be cool. It's amazing <laughs> how they can uh, bring you in and out of anesthetic, I guess. I When I had my uh, knee done one, they. Yeah, at one point they were shaving my knee. I kind of woke up, 
and made some comment about being hairy or something. Then I went right back out. And then when they were done, they needed to move me from the operating table to the gurney. And they woke me up because they could they didn't want to lift me. They're like, okay, we need you to we need you to shimmy and, and help us out here. So they woke me enough up enough to do that. I shimmied over and then I was out again. And then woke up, you know, a couple hours later or something. That's crazy. Yeah, they they can they yeah. know what they're doing. It's weird. I remember being wheeled into the room and then it was out. I probably said a few really stupid, really personal things and then I yeah. was out. Because under the influence of other drugs that were more or less recreational or otherwise, uh, I would tell my life story and immediately want to go home. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I react this to. Is how you react. <laughs> yeah. So I chemical I, imbalance. I just don't really deal with those. Yeah. Uh, this is why Dickie's mostly straight edge. Yeah, for the most part, I just bro, I can barely be handled sober. Like I just don't know what I'm gonna do most of the time, let alone but under the influence terrifies me. Yeah, I was, I was in a sling for. Uh, Three weeks. They said it was going to be six weeks. I was out in three. Yeah. You're, they said no lifting for, uh, for uh, what they say, until end of February, early March. And I got the okay today to start oh, really? easing into weights. So uh, on, what, what is it, January 9th? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a Walmart Wolverine. That's the way I put it. It's, it's cool, but it ain't that impressive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know where you are going with that. Being yeah, my healing factor is like... Okay. Yeah. This is a whole nother Walmart Wolverine. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It's not breathtaking. Where people are like, oh, good for you. Yeah. Well, as a Spartan fan, anyone that's a oh, is there a sports thing? I was gonna say. Yeah, Yeah, you were making a sports (laughs) reference. You didn't even know it. No. (laughs) Anyway. (laughs) So you mean Weapon X? Yeah. You can assume that I. No, I don't. I'm not much of a college (laughs) or sports guy. You're you're not a fan of these sticking balls. I'm not. I don't know from book learning. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so um well all right so now you're coming back to it but you've had yeah, some yeah. downtime since essentially november yeah yeah, yeah yeah and uh well i guess that kind of leads us into our next segment here uh i'm just gonna play it yeah please uh, just don't be a pussy and play it rick my dick cost a late night fee. Yo, dick got the HIV. My dick plays on the double feature screen. Yo, dick went straight to DVD. My dick bigger than a bridge. Yo, dick look like a little kid's. My dick large like the Chargers. The whole yeah. team. Yo, so, like welcome everybody to. Dick picks. Yeah. And this is your selections. Yeah. Uh, picks, if you will. Correct. Of things that you've been watching, reading in your time off. The cinema. Yes. Yes. So uh, enlighten us. What have you been up to? All right. I've Everybody's got their cue on Hulu or Netflix or whatever. And how often do you ever touch it? When you add things to your watch list, like, do you ever actually watch any no. of it, or do you go look for something else? Yeah, new honestly, to... it makes it harder. For, well, Hulu, especially, Hulu yeah. is hard to get around. Yeah, yeah, Netflix, yeah. Netflix, I can get around to a point. Um, I have a Roku and an Apple TV, and I find the uh, uh, honestly the Roku a little easier to get around than the Apple TV. Hulu whereas... is just a random. They have Hulu's good stuff, yeah. but it's a ran in a random assortment of things. Right, you have to. It's like flipping through. 
It's like going to the old Sam Goody, which is a very dated mm. sentence, and flipping through the used CDs Sam's that jams. they just throw in there. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, so, but I was so I made a point to actually watch the things on my watch list instead of scroll scroll through it twice and go find something new. And uh, so I did. What did I do here? John Wick. I watched that because I heard it was good. And the two directors, one of them's doing the Highlander reboot, and then the other one's doing Deadpool 2. So they got signed on to two really cool... Isn't there a John Wick 2 being made? Yeah, that's I, they have the trailer out already. And it was exactly what it was supposed to be. It was just a hit-the-ground-running action movie. Like, you know... What makes it good is that you know the story ahead of time. Like, this is a revenge flick, and it's, there you go. I've not Boom. seen John Wick, and everyone says it's mindlessly have fun to see it. Yeah, yeah. The gun, like I'm not a big shoot 'em up movie, but oh, like okay. the the gun work and that is that's a thing. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, is uh, really good. That's always movie. been. I always loved Chow Yun Fat or earlier Chow Yun Fat at least, and the John Woo and yeah, and the things they would do with guns was like ballet. Yeah. Oh, is, that's is the it, only reason you want to have two gu- two handguns in yes. a video game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is to be Chow Yun Fat. Is, is yeah. Is John Wick like that? I would. I think so. I don't remember. I I had seen Chow Yun Fat movies before and Face Off. That was like the same. That yeah, was the same Face director. Off was John Woo. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, he just builds this world of like assassins and other culture works, and like you know they have these coin system where like you do things, you earn a coin, and like those coins buy you things. It's almost built to be a video game in a weird way. So is it set in like a different future? Nah, no, nah, it's oh. normal, normal world. It's almost like if Keanu the movie were taken seriously, where like <laughs> he's got a wife dies. Oh no, that sucks. Wife's last dying wish was a puppy be sent to his house for him to take care of. Uh oh, somebody kills the dog. Then he just goes into his garage and fucking opens up this vault of guns and shit. And then, which is one of my favorite things of any movie. It's like, can we like, get past all of this, like, all of the prologue and get straight to the point where the dude gets pissed and yeah. whatever flavor of the month song is playing as he opens up a vault full of guns and you get a <laughs> click clack, sh- you know, suit up. Right. All, the, all the, when they're when they're pulling the uh, yeah the, the, the different bands and stuff yeah as they tight, oh. tighten their holsters yeah yeah, yeah. just get oh. straight to that so you, so you had an arming montage basically yeah it's good the arming montage from Commando is still one of my favorites yeah. of all time yeah that's up there for sure Predator may be the best oh. action movie yeah. of all time though it's like hit the ground running okay we don't know what's going on there's this thing out there killing people oh fuck it's an alien and then the one by one picked off and then you got Arnold realizing that conventional weapons aren't the way, slathered in mud, mm-hmm. building booby traps. You get a couple, you know, basically what Hang and Dong was in the 80s, a couple of flexing scenes with Arnold mm-hmm. making traps mm-hmm. and then fighting the Predator hand-to-hand. Like, he, goes, oh. he goes Rambo on him. Oh, so cool. <laughs> so fucking cool. But, uh, no, it's, it's, a, it's another, it's not trying to be super trendy. It's just a fun action movie. I enjoyed it. So that was John Wick. That was John Wick. What else? I mean, we got you got a list here, Dan. Monsters. I saw that. So guy Gareth Edwards that did Rogue One yeah. and uh, the Godzilla reboot. This is the movie that got him both those jobs, and it was awesome. But I feel like most people might. It's hard. It's a hard sell because people are going to be turned going to be deterred because it's a giant monster movie. Uh, I'm in. Yeah. But also, giant monster movie people might be deterred because there's a giant monster movie where they're on the periphery of like the entire plot. Jay, have you seen this? 
No, but I know of it, uh, oh. and I want to see it. Fantastic. It's on Hulu. Or, no, it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Is John Wick on Netflix as well? No, I had to rent that on Hulu, uh, on Amazon. Ah. On Amazon. I got them all. That's a newer one, isn't it? Amazon Video I thought was going to be stupid. Oh, no. Because they just, I have Prime, and they said, oh, you get Amazon Video now. I'm like, blah, 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 whatever. And then I... Uh, I checked it out, and you can. So there was a ton of shit for free on Prime, including Fraggle Rock. By the way, I don't know why I thought that would interest you, but anyway, so you get <laughs> including Fraggle Rock, and then you can rent things too. So like all the new releases, you can rent streaming. Right. Boom, right there. And I don't have any other device that does that, so I enjoy that. Well, and they're coming out with these these TV shows. They find they they, they picked finally... up the Tick, and they picked up JCV or Jean Claude Van Johnson. Yeah, and they, but they also picked up that one with um, oh shit. Uh, his long Italian name doesn't look Italian at all. It's is it called Sneaky Pete? That sounds like know. a thing. Yeah, that sounds very familiar. I'm gonna look it up. What's your next? Oh, pick? uh, Giovanna Rabisi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah I always. I heard that was good. I know nothing about it though. Yeah, no, but they finally came out with the season of that, yeah, which leads me to believe that maybe the Tick and John Claude Van Johnson are coming soon. I, yeah, it's tough to say because I feel like the tick has kind of a little more production they have to deal with. I don't know. I'm interested. The tick didn't blow me away, but I would continue to watch it to see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm definitely interested to see the next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Brian Cranston is in Stinky Pete or Sneaky Pete. Stinky. Was he in that Stinky too? Stinky Pete? <laughs> yeah. And Brian Cranston. Yeah, he is. So, Monsters, the premise alone is like a more of a realistic take on monster movies. So, it opens. Basically telling you there's this spaceship, space shuttle, Earth space shuttle, collected this, like, bacteria and this microscopic life from another planet. I can't remember the specific planet. And as it was reentering the atmosphere, it blew up on entry, and all the spores and whatnot that they collected landed in Mexico, and these, in turn, eventually grew into these giant monsters. And these giant monsters, this, and it picks up six years later after all this shit's normal. So these things are kind of quarantined off into Mexico. You know, I'm sure there's some commentary there or something. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just like, the rest of the world's just living with the fact, like, okay, these things exist. You know, like, we just got to deal with them. Like, they deal with, like, any other wild animal. And as, <laughs> as monsters, I mean, we're talking Godzilla-sized monsters. Yeah, Godzilla-sized, more jellyfish, alien-like. So it starts up with... Uh, Scoot McNeary, he was the guy that had no legs in Batman Superman that ended up blowing up in the wheelchair, blowing up the oh, yeah, you know, yeah. The guy that hated Bruce Wayne, whatever. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Him and I guess his real life girlfriend. Well, okay, so let me tell you the plot before I tell you how they're related. He uh he's a photographer for a paper who's sent down to Mexico by his boss to get his boss's daughter out of Mexico on the ferry before they can before basically the last ferry leaves and they're stuck having to take it through the land, which is where all the fucking monsters are and they got to mm-hmm. deal with the more dangerous situation. And there's like, of course, tension between him and the girl. Will they, won't they bullshit. But the director wanted an actual couple to play both parts to make it more realistic. And it's him and his fiance that's playing the, uh, his boss's daughter. And uh, they originally turned her down because they thought she was too pretty, and then they saw she could actually act, so they picked him up. So, and that's now his wife, I guess. So they're actual real-life couple playing strangers in the movie. So it's actually really well done. It's more about 
their relationship and like getting around and through this whole situation than it actually has to do with like giant monsters destroying shit. But like they deal with them, the danger of it, like they would a wild animal. And I guess every scene was like improvised. The director would just tell them, and everyone outside of like those two actors and maybe a few other people were actual people from Mexico that did the job that they were hiring them to play. Like the border patrol guy is actually the border patrol guy. So they can have him improv and he'll just say shit he just says to people at the border patrol. Yeah. yeah, it's really well done. It's really cool. I liked it a lot. It's hard to describe. Is there a monster fight at any point? There's monster destruction, yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, you do okay. get it. Yeah, but, right. I mean, you don't really care because it's beautifully shot. It's really it's well, really I, good. I kind of want a monster fight. No, you'll get your fucking monster fight, Viv. Okay, good. <laughs> you'll get your monster fight. <laughs> oh, God. So I finally was running out of shit, and I didn't want to have to pay full attention to something. So I finally put on Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. This I'm sorry. Old Three minutes in, I'm like, this is the worst fucking movie I've ever seen. Like, big budget. It was like a Saturday Night Live skit about Indiana Jones that they got Harrison Ford to do. It was so bad. Holy fuck. I, like, was in and out, paying attention to it, not paying yeah. attention. And the opening sequence was, like, 20 minutes, right? Yeah. Or something like that that just kind of went nowhere. I've not watched it. Holy shit. He I, survived a nuclear blast by getting inside a refrigerator. Yeah, something like that happened and just like and then you got Shia, you know, I just call him the beef, Shia Booth. Yeah. They had the beef playing a fucking uh, the greaser in like the yeah. most campy way possible. And just, oh. Then you had William Hurt playing an eccentric old guy, which, of course, he does that in every movie. And he did it better in The Proposition, which is a fucking dope movie everybody should watch. But, oh, my God. Yeah, it was no good. It, it, uh, the, I, I'm almost did, disappointed did, that I got the, uh, the, the Indiana Jones collection on, on Blu-ray when it came out uh, because I wanted the, the previous three on, on Blu-ray. And then... I'm annoyed that it came with number four. Yeah, they just kind of snuck it in like, ha-ha, you own this. Yeah. yeah. You own the collection. <laughs> was it bad because of, uh, I almost said Han Solo, but because of Harrison Ford? or No, I mean. There were no redeeming qualities. Like, literally nothing. It was... But is it still Spielberg and Lucas? Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Lucas has gone off the rails, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, no, yeah. he's he's irrelevant now as far as uh, being a, a good director or, or anything. Storyteller of any yeah. kind. I can't even point out anything specifically bad about it. Where if I The can... nuclear thing, I will never get over yeah. the fact that he's at a nuclear test where they're testing the, the, the A-bomb in the middle of the desert, doesn't realize it, jumps in a old refrigerator. The refrigerator blows up. He's thrown... In the refrigerator, probably a thousand feet in the air, crashes down and then walks out of it like it's nothing. Yeah. Hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> and then Homegirl from the first one, what is her name again? Marion. Yeah, she pops up again, but yeah. it's not like in any impactful way. Kind of like near the middle. Like they're like, oh, Shia LaBeouf's like, oh, this is my mom, by the way. He's like, Bleh. And oh, then she's so, in it for the rest of the movie. So Shia LaBeouf. Her and they're still in love, of course, because Indiana Jones definitely hasn't had sex with many, many, 
many, many women. 30 years. But they're like, and they weren't even really in love in that one. They no. just kind of like heat of the moment, you know, yeah, fever bang or whatever the fuck Nazi. you want to call it. Yeah, let's get this going. Yeah. Oh, uh, it was fucking so, yeah, so is no. Shia LaBeouf uh, uh, his son? The beef ends up being his son as a yeah. surprise to no one. Because I, I thought wasn't the premise of this that they wanted to kind of hand it off to the beef, the beef <laughs> to to make further adventures and crusades. Well, I guess Harrison Ford and the beef did not get along at all. I don't think he, he gets along with anybody. No, like, I guess either of them. Boof. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I've heard negative things about both of them most of the time. So, I mean, hmm. whatever. I, I don't care. I'm not taking sides on that fight. I just hope it ends. Though I do. My manager at work has said that she waited on Shia LaBeouf and the beef was pretty cool. Oh yeah. This, yeah, she said he was kind of stoned out of his mind and like super cool and left a big tip. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Sure, he was he was acting stoned. Maybe we don't yeah. want to accuse anybody of. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Fuck it's a podcast. <laughs> huh? I mean, I didn't. I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'm not. I'm, this is third hand information. I don't know. I'm not slandering anybody. That's true. That's yeah. true. Whatever. <laughs> All right. So we're <laughs> so we're crossing that one off the list. Yeah. What, um, what else you got? Where am I at? Where am I at? Baskets mm. with Zach Galifianakis is fantastic. He is goes to France to become a classically trained like theater clown. Doesn't understand French. <laughs> Made no efforts to learn it. <laughs> Finishes school, comes back, and can only get work as a rodeo clown. It is absolutely out of Zach Galifianakis' brain. So it's Zach Galifianakis... Louis C.K., and I had to look up the other guy. The other guy is the guy that the director of Tim and Eric, awesome show, great job, is the director of the series and co-creator. It's absolutely the brainchild of all three of them. It's so good. Yeah. Then you have kind of the Seth Galifianakis character. He has a twin brother that has the same voice as Seth, and he's kind of a dick. And then Louis Anderson plays his mother, and it's amazing. They don't put him in makeup. They just throw a wig on him. He doesn't change his voice. And you're like, that's a woman. That's yeah, some. That's my fucking mother. <laughs> oh. Just yeah. talking about things. Not visually. Doesn't look like her, but the little things. Like, there's okay. a scene. Sorry, Mrs. Bronson. Yeah, no, no, no. She's a beautiful woman. She looks like Sally Field, actually. I no, I've, I've seen pictures of your mother. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Where? Online. Every Mother's Day, you post a picture. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, sorry about that. That's I got okay. No, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I got a little heat for a second. It's strictly your Ooh. Facebook feed. I'm going to take a powder. You guys <laughs> need to change gears. Right, yeah. I'm uh, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, there's a scene where, like, his name is Chip Baskets, is Zach Galifianakis' name. And there's an old cowboy, like a 90-year-old cowboy that hires him at the rodeo that's fucking phenomenal. And this guy's throughout the whole series, and he's great. He's got the creaky voice and everything. He's so good. But anyways, so he's talking to his mom, Louie Anderson, and Louie Anderson is on a couch in the middle of the day, laying, watching TV with a blanket over him, eating a Klondike bar. I'm like, that's an old mom thing. That is an old mom thing. Dude. Like, the little things like that are so good. Oh, my God. Did you ever watch his uh, cartoon? I loved it. Life that of Louie. was so great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, there, the one scene that I, his, his mother wouldn't let him get a cat because mm -hmm. they licked the butter. And, yeah, and so from that point on, every time he sees a cat, he got butter liquor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a great show. And uh, dude, Louis Anderson's the man. He's so good in this show. Everything about the show, and it gets like actually, 
when Tim and Eric, you know, when they do like a comedic bit, but it's supposed to be dramatic, like it's a dramatic bit that's supposed to be funny. You know what I'm saying? Where they kind of take things seriously and like shoot it seriously. So it's almost awkward because you're like, should I be laughing? At yeah, this, this yeah. is like that, but heavier on the dramatic end to where it's like actually really fucking good. Yeah, like they pulled it off. Like whatever they were going for, they did it because it's like goofy and insane, but also like really well done, and mm-hmm. you actually like feel bad for what's going on. Like they pull it off. The whole thing well, is great. Jay, have you watched Baskets? No, I want to. I've heard of it. Yeah, well, we've got we've got yeah. a, buddy, a couple buddies that watch it and friggin' love it. And I've it's on my DVR, yeah. and my DVR is just packed with stuff I got to watch. I need yeah. to take like a month off. I need to, to have my you got to do bicep redone. Yeah, no, I can have that arranged. This okay. <laughs> uh, I, uh, yeah, I highly recommend it, and it's easy to tear through. They're like twenty minutes a piece, and like the first yeah, one or two, thing. that's real quick. Yeah, the first one or two, I'm like. Okay, this is pretty good. And then once you really get to know the characters and really get into it, like, oh, there's an episode where Louis Anderson like gets a little raw. Like you're like we realize what he's what she's capable and of. This is on FX normally, right? Yeah. Okay. And he said he did, he planned it, so he's like, I don't know if anybody will bite on this because it's so niche. <laughs> and <laughs> so he's like, so I wrote it as if it ended at the season finale, then it's a mini series, or we could easily go into another season. They got another season, so. Yeah, it just started back up. I just saw the yeah. commercial. I think it just started, I think, Wednesday, I think it's starting, or yeah. Thursday, or something like well, that. I was watching the the latest uh, Always Sunny. Yeah, I, do, I don't even know if I should open that can of worms. Well, that's a whole episode, that's a whole podcast of itself, yeah. talking Always Sunny, and I yeah. think we can bring in... Uh, I have theories. Uh, Orlando Christopher on that one. I have, yeah, yeah there's, there's so much. But the fact that the gang turns black and sings through the entire episode is so great i haven't seen it but i read i read the names the names of the episodes alone are fantastic like last year when i was reading season 10's episode names and charlie catches a leprechaun like that's (laughs) fantastic frank falls out the window oh god yeah so good yeah that's that's a whole that's a podcast down the road yeah Yeah. i just i won't even start okay so what else do i have on what do you got here baskets google tron i just want to talk quick about canceled shows that like i normally don't feel passionate about television if it ends oh that sucks but bored to death again i will bring up how the fantastic that show is and i would pay money to bring it back and black books on netflix anyone familiar with that no no it was i remember it when we first got comedy central here it was on there and it is actually and i didn't notice till later on this is way, like, years before Shaun of the Dead. The, the guy that played the dickish boyfriend with the glasses, Lizzie's friends. Yeah, yeah. It's he him. That was in the shower. He's one yeah. of the writers, I guess, but he's the lead guy. No, no, no. That's the guy that plays the tick. You're thinking of their roommate, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's Peter yeah, yeah. Sarkinoff or whatever. That's the tick. No, different guy. The guy that's the dickish boyfriend of the other girl that's friends with Lizzie, and he gets gutted. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I know him. What is his name? Dave? Not David. I don't remember. But that guy is the lead character, and he is this, like, bitter, alcoholic Irish bookstore owner that hates everybody that comes into his store. And then he's got the spinster next-door neighbor, single lady, who's trying to get him to get his shit together. And then he gets a new employee, this dude Manny, who's kind of a hippie and, like, super positive and dopey that starts working for him, and naturally he hates him. It's, oh, it's so good. It's the weirdest is- humor. It's British. 
And it's Black years books. Before, Black books. It's on Netflix, and they only had three seasons, and it's on there, and it's fucking great. I highly recommend watching that. Simon Pegg guest stars on an episode pre-Shaun of the Dead, and so does Nick Frost is in it for like two seconds. So like all these guys must have been writing together for forever before they came out with Shaun of the Dead and everything else. Oh, so this is old. Like, uh, is this it is about like the same time 2000s. Spaced was on? Yeah, this is, might have been right after Spaced. I loved Space too. I liked that yeah. a lot. That was a great show. Uh, but I yeah, if you like Space, you got to watch this. This is this, okay. It's awesome. It's awesome. And now, Black Mirror. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This is, before you get started, this is something that, and this is what kind of prompted this, this episode, because you hit me up basically saying, you need to do yourself a favor and go watch this. Uh, you were pushing three episodes in particular, and I finally just started watching it uh, a week and a half ago. And Jay, you've watched the opening episode, right? Yes. We can okay. start there. Yeah, we'll talk about that. But Jay, I think in order to save, I, I don't want to spoil it for you. And I don't want to spoil it for anybody listening, but we're going to talk about it. So we'll start talking about the first episode. And then Jay, we're kicking you off the air because you need to go watch this. You need to especially go watch season three, episode four, uh, San Junipero. But. Black Mirror was something that, that uh, how did you find it, Dickie? Everyone told me about it. Like, it was on, I saw it featured on Netflix, and I was like, oh, okay, it looks interesting. And then it just kind of snowballed into, people like, oh, yeah, that's great. You got to watch it. Or, like, the biggest appeal for me was that it's self-contained stories, and there's right. no obligation to, like, you either give it a try for a few episodes and never got into it and you feel like you wasted your time mm -hmm. or you get into it and you feel like, oh, I got to go watch it. And then you wait for a whole new season once you get to the end of it because it's one continuous. With this one, it's like one and done. Yeah. So there's really nothing. There's no cliffhangers. You're, it's, everything's tied up. No, there isn't. And, and you had told me, like, you know, just go and watch this one. And, and, I, and I wanted to start from the start, at least watch the first one. Yeah. And then I ended up, well... I mean, the whole thing here is that the first two seasons are three episodes each, mm -hmm. so you can you can kick through a season real real quick. Oh, I went through like one and a half, I think. Really. Yeah, the, the first two seasons were done back in 2011. Yeah, those in were, the UK, yeah. like BBC Four or whatever, and then Netflix just picked it up and picked up uh, 12 episodes, and they're splitting it into two seasons. So they've just released season. Three, and they yeah. did a little special episode too, uh, the, Christmas the, the Christmas one with John Hamm. Yeah, and then they're gonna release another series. Yeah, I think for a season. What is his name? Charlie Booker, the That's guy, the the creator. That, yeah, I uh, think he wrote. Um, I think every episode. I mean, there were other writers like Rashida Jones. Yeah, well, wrote, they have special directors too. I think, yeah, to Rashida Jones helped write season three, episode one, the one with everybody's rating each other on social media. Yeah. And I think is I feel like a lot of these premises could easily fall flat in any other hands. Like the whole social media commentary, it's like, Bleh. yeah, great, yeah. it's bad, I get it, it's vain. But like, it's so well done. Where you like, well, it, the neat thing about this is you see, there's a lot of movies that are like, oh, you know, this is set in the future, but it's realistic. But generally, it doesn't have that realistic feel to it. This definitely is. It has the feel of 10 years from now, maybe even five years from now. No, and situations. that's why I liked the movie Her, 
with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, right. You've seen that? Mm-hmm. Where he falls in love with his phone? Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a great <laughs> premise. It's, I don't know if I ever want to see it again just because it's like really, it's almost too real for being a sci-fi movie. Because it's like the fashion's just a little bit off. Like the way they wear their pants is like a little different. And yeah. like, the you know, the tones and like the video game they have that he plays, like everything's like, yeah, I could see that being happening like next week. Yeah, it's, you just, know? it's the next iteration of what we're dealing with now. Yeah, the not too distant future, yeah. like totally believable. And that's where, so we get into this first episode and the premise is, is first a, a, you know, somebody, British royalty, a prince, princess mm-hmm. is kidnapped and you know they have the kidnappers have a videotape of her. She's hysterical, and you're listening to her. You know, basically read what they're forcing her to to read. Yeah, and this I'm like, okay, what's it gonna yeah, be? Yeah, yeah, blah 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 blah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden she goes into here are the demands, and the demands are for I don't know if it's the prime minister, the prime, minister. prime minister, to basically fuck a pig on, on live, live TV at a specific time. And essentially, I think he has all of maybe four or five hours to sort this out and either do it or she dies. Yep. And not only does he, they see the video, they released the video on YouTube. Yes. So that everyone in the country knows, in the world knows, this is the decision he has to make, which makes it way worse. Yeah. And that's where you're, you know, you're, you're, you get the premise or you get that kind of. Uh, yeah. Shock value of the premise, you're and like, you're like, oh, wait, geez. that's the whole fucking plot. Yeah, they're gonna, oh, they're gonna fuck a pig. Okay, this is what. This, but then they go immediately into, okay, we see it was downloaded from YouTube. We see, right. it, you know, torrents. Um, it's on. It's here's its uh, social media hits. Mm-hmm. They go right into this is how this is our society and how news spreads, how information is spread. It's no longer mainstream media. It's it's your Facebook. It's your YouTube. Mm-hmm. It's Reddit. Because I think they even referred to Reddit. Uh, it, it just so to that it, to me that almost seems like that could happen today. Oh yeah, well, and that, that was that was the sorry. Go ahead. Go that, ahead that was the brilliant commentary of it was that it was uh, not only it spread, but they couldn't stop it from spreading. Even if you're the bloody prime minister, right. you can't stop this from spreading, right. and you can't take it back. Mm-hmm. So then they they try to well, I think one of his one of his cabinet people or whatever tries to set up a fake. Yeah. A they fake get a porn recording. star. They get a, a piece of shit porn star. Yeah. Gonna, and the, and the, you know, the kidnappers find this out. They try to save her. They, they, the kidnappers find this out. This is where we, what I noticed in all of the, the shows that I've watched so far, because I had to stop, we'll get into that, was that the, Technology progresses in each show. It, it like, comes back, though. It comes back down to... It does a little bit. Yeah, then, you know, second episode, boom, more futuristic. Yeah, it's, it's almost like they, they the first episode they feed you, here's what's possible with social media. Yeah. And then, but there's a certain kind of, this is how we track people. This is the cameras that are set up. Mm-hmm. And then the next one, the next one is a little too, almost a little too forward. It's not even, it's almost like an alternate reality in general. Because that one, what's interesting is there's little Easter eggs. Like the TV show that's in season two, or episode two. Yeah. Somebody's watching that in the Christmas episode. Yes. So you're starting to think like, okay, are all these in the same continuity but not at the same time? Or maybe it's episode, season two, episode 
or I mean season one, episode two, in the same continuity as season two, episode three, in the same kind of, but these ones, other ones, because they mentioned the prime minister in a separate episode that's not related, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, are I, these I feel all like in the they're same? Almost every show is almost like a six month jump, because by the time you get to season three middle of season three the technologies that they've that they've been introducing and giving you little beat bits and pieces of or here's a beta test of this mm-hmm. by two shows later it's real uh, yeah at some points but they bring it back down again because uh in season three the episode where somebody records that kid jacking off at his computer you see mm-hmm. yeah that's modern day again there's more to the episode everybody yeah <laughs> No, right, right. That, but they're and they blackmail them to do a series of tasks, well, of, like, bl- along with other people, a yeah. network of people that they're blackmailing to do this. You know, it's 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 that one stressed me out. Yes, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that one was. Uh, oh, what the heck was the name of that one? Actually, I've got the episodes right here. That was Shut Up and Dance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, season three, episode three. And well, we're not to where we're going to kick you off yet, Jay. Yeah. The 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 next episode. So you had suggested. I think your first episode you suggested to me was season one, episode three. I love that one, yeah. Which was the entire history of you. Yeah. And that's where, as as these technologies advance, everybody has these eye implants and essentially like a DVR uh, placed, you know, on their uh, spinal column, you know, back of their head, basically. Yeah. And everything they see, they record. Well, I, get the whole, I guess the whole point of it is this woman has a part in that episode where a woman had her implant taken out. And it was like stolen, I believe. Or she, was she in an accident? No, something, something like that. Yeah. She she involuntarily had it out and refused to get it back in because she wanted to live life naturally. And people are pointing out like you can't trust your own memory. That's why they have it, right? Because they don't want to have to trust their own memory. And of course, this gets into this guy and his marriage, and it seems great. But he notices her little things when she's talking to, the, and it's what things all of us have done. And as you're watching the episode, so like he sees her with the guy, and then he's wondering. And he rewinds and kind of watches again and notices her body language and notices how she looks at him after that and notices her during when dinner realizes, looking at yeah, him. Yeah, they're at like a dinner party. And then notices how she looks at him again. And you're kind of built up to believe this guy's like, okay, he's an obsessive dick. And, and the more it happens, and then he's up all night watching it, and then he's asking her questions and finding out this isn't true, that isn't true, blah, blah, Until it culminates into the end. I don't want to give it away. But as I'm watching this, I'm like, if I had one of those things, I would, yeah. I would do the exact same thing. Absolutely. I and, would do and, the exact same thing. And that's almost a play off of social media today. I mean, you... Oh, we're looking you, at somebody's status. People, Why did you like that guy's thing? What's yeah. that about? Or yeah. you can look back on their feed and yeah. be like, you've been friends with this guy since fucking 2010. Well, you told me you yeah. just met him at blah, blah, blah. Right. You know, like... And it's true. Like, I could look at the algorithm on Facebook and tell you who's fucking. Yeah. I could just look at sure. who likes <laughs> what, yep. you who shared whose picture, how recent did they add that person, like... Oh, did they comment? What did they comment? Did they like that comment? Oh, you know, it's like just it sounds psycho, but just the pattern of the way people do things online. I'm right 100 percent of the time on that. Yeah. So I I, I, you can see these and it's actually easier on a PC than on a mobile device because you see that feed on the right. Like somebody liked or commented. Right. It's happened not long ago where I messaged a fellow co-worker of ours. I'm like. Has so and so been after you? He's just like, yeah, man. How'd you know? I'm like Facebook, the algorithm. <laughs> Nothing specific was said. Just the series of likes in yeah, succession. Yeah. I can tell you, you right see, now, it's, it's it's basically astronomy. You're you're pinpointing uh, timelines. You're you're lining things up. You're looking for similar 
I feel like there's an app to be made app to be made in there somewhere. Punch in two names, get the algorithm. Yeah. How, where are they on the scale of fucking or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yeah. Once I can figure that one out. But yeah, that's what the, copywritten by the these, way. Uh, these DVRIs, and then late in a later episode, and actually it's the John Hamm one, the uh, mm-hmm. the Christmas one. They they go back to that same technology, and now you can block people. Yeah. And when you block people, it's it's temporary, or the government can set a block. We learn actually they block somebody. I think in an earlier episode, and then the government block is what we learn in the. Uh, in they, the it is in two different episodes. Yeah. I don't remember exactly how. But that the worked. block basically turns people into these gray blobs, and they their their words are are just mumbled. So that you can't communicate with you them. You cannot and they can't communicate, communicate whatsoever. With you. you can tell that they're there, and that's it. But then in a later episode. A, a character it is, was the same it was all in the christmas episode yeah that's yeah i think you're right but yeah, yeah they basically they're using the same little thumb dial and they block somebody and then later the the government blocks somebody so that they can't see anybody so they're walking through town everybody's gray mm. but what everybody else sees is he's red instead of gray so, yeah, they, so know, they know that it's they a, know that something's up with that person mm-hmm. you know almost like he was a pedophile or like like that's the kind of uh, and I think actually that might have been why he was blocked. Now that I'm this, it was something. Um, it was something no, off the top. Oh. No, it was it had something to do with previously the first story in that episode. So, oh, Dicky, did you right. did you ever watch Community? I watched the first. No, wait, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Parks and Rec. I get those two confused all the time. Oh. I have not seen Community. I don't okay, they both came out at the same time. I right. Think. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's an episode in I think the second last season. I think it was the. Uh, season six or seven i can't remember how many seasons it went oh and six it was season five the meow meow beans episode where the community as a show had a narrative in the beginning but then it just went completely fucking meta and weird so each episode was almost self-contained weirdness as well and it was very much like this where they were the school decided to be test out an app where you ranked everything and then like within hours an entire cast system had been formed mm-hmm. by whoever had amount of likes and yeah. yeah, that's exactly uh season three, episode one. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. But you can't watch that episode and use social media the same way again. Every time I like something or have to rate an Uber driver or oh, right. Airbnb I had to do recently where they rank you and you rank them and yep. you write a little blur like fuck, you can't not think about that episode well that that episode they everything society is based on what you're rated one through five yeah every interaction you have with somebody you could be talking to somebody on the street and then walked away you've been ranked you know four or five or whatever and your job opportunities drop the once you drop below a three a three or below but you can lose rankings as much as so much as like having a bad breakup and people tap are forced to take sides not forced to take sides, but they do take sides. Whereas if you don't want to lose this person as a friend, you have to rank that person to one. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's a literal version of, you know, the way shit. Really well, and then goes what's down. interesting is that at, towards the end, she gets in a fight with the um, the lady at the, the airport ticket counter mm-hmm. and complains and is yelling. And then the security comes up and security says, okay, you are temporarily dropped uh, one full oh, point. Oh, double points. Yeah. Yeah. You're dropped one full point And now every 
every uh, uh, rating of you is double is double points. You're getting you're taking double hits. So at that point, she's pissed. It's it's basically to calm people down. Yeah. Because as they interact with more people, and if somebody rates you a two, it's going to be a one. Yeah. And she she just starts the, the episode's called nosedive. She takes a nosedive on her ranking, so she was like a four two, mm-hmm. and she essentially was invited yeah. to an old friend, old bitchy friend's wedding because she's a four two. And she's trying to get to a four or five because she wants to get into a specific apartment. Apartment, mm-hmm. yeah. And her and her brother lives with her, who's like a three. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't give a he's fuck. He's a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't <laughs> fucking care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, every one of these episodes. Well, and then the the other episode you recommended to me was season two, episode one. Oh, be yeah. right back. And this is one where Jay, we're gonna kind of spoil these, but the one that we don't want to. That's we're, yeah. This we're, doesn't. We tell you what happens, but it doesn't yeah, ruin we're the not episode gonna, on this one. Yeah, the other but, one. But no. basically, a young couple they move into a house. You know who that is too, right? That's Peggy Carter from Captain America. Oh, mm-hmm. oh! I didn't. Yeah, didn't even hit me, dude. Yeah, that was her. This is why I Haley Atwell. Okay. Mm. Well, young couple they just move into a new house. He, I think, had to go deliver something, or for whatever reason, he had to drive a long way. And they did a really good job of making you like the guy yeah. in the little time you have with them, too. Which, yeah, it's real quick. Yeah. Like the, 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 my thing with a lot of shows is there's either a love story that doesn't make sense to me. Like, why are these two people in love? There's been nothing that's brought, you know, I, I just don't sense that. Or like I'm supposed to be sad about something, a character dying that I feel nothing for. And Black Mirror has a really good job of making you sympathetic mm-hmm. to like their characters really quick. But anyway. Well, so yeah, he he goes on a long trek and is supposed to be back kind of late, but it's even later. And I think there's a point where she calls a friend, like he isn't here, he's not responding to his phone, and that's when the police show up and essentially tell her that he's dead. At his funeral, a friend of hers, or you know, somebody there sits down with her, is talking to her, you know, the same thing happened to me. I want you to look into this service and you can communicate with them. And she's like, you know, look, this is, she basically goes, you know, screams at her to get out, blah, blah, blah. But then later she's missing them. And what this service is, they basically take your social media profiles Mm -hmm. and all your texts, whatever you give them, emails. Yeah. And then they create, they essentially have created a, a personality based off of what you've posted, what you've said, and that's how they can base your interaction. So first yeah, they she, create an AI of the person yeah. based off of the information you give them and like your interaction. So at first she calls. I think it's, it's might it's text start out with a text. Yeah. Then it's a phone call. They can they imitate his voice. The voice is I think first robotic and then it get it kicks into his voice. Yeah. But it's he's reacting the way that he normally would react. Well then this is where I was kind of like, okay, this is, are they, are they, uh, you know, yanking her chain? Because then it goes into, well, there's another step to this program, but it costs a lot of money, and essentially what that is is they send this robot android in in uh, and and that she has to um, uh, start up. I don't know how to, yeah. you know, she she initiates this android. And at, at initiation, the android, which is completely faceless at the time, becomes him. And when he comes walking out, she notices that he doesn't have a mole. So he, like, looks down and a mole, you know, in a specific place comes back. And, and at one point, 
Well, you know what's funny? <laughs> this is, sticks out to me. So one thing they did establish was like the night before he goes out, they have sex, mm-hmm. and and he's like a two pump chump that night. Yeah, and she's like, oh, it's okay, you know, blah blah blah. And they go to sleep. Blah, blah. Well, then this android comes in. She says, you know, she's kind of, she's obviously, you know, heartbroken and missing the guy, and and he looks just like him, and and is somewhat reacting to her in the same way. But then at some point, I think she she's talks about sexual response, and he's like, I never posted a, anything about sexual response, so I don't know how to how to act. And she's like, well, does that work? And he goes, yeah, I can turn it on or off, and obviously he's getting hard on or not. And then they just they just bang for hours she mm-hmm. just crushes her mm-hmm. and so at that point yeah she's she's head over heels <laughs> right but yeah. then yeah but then it gets into the yeah. it's him but it's not him yeah then it kind of comes off and like should like it basically raises the question of if you could do that would you do that mm-hmm. like is it worth yeah well, that's how each one of these episodes is is that something you would do if that future or if that technology was in front of you yeah you know be it the dvris yeah uh, the the social media which went to that social media uh, rating system would you be on would you care uh yeah. Um, yeah but a lot of it is either i think that uh the, the two technologies they kind of roll with are basically here's social media or here is this these technologies that are built into humans moving forward yeah the only two i did not i didn't dislike them uh white bear was pretty interesting oh. at first yeah i liked that I thought by the time they got to the ending, I feel it felt like they wrote the whole episode and didn't know how they were going to end it, and then came up with the ending because it's like it's an awful lot of work to go through. Yeah the the one thing, Jay, this isn't going to make any sense to you, but the one thing that caught me was <laughs> uh, basically there. This woman wakes up and she's being hunted by a person and she has no clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, and, and, the, and this... everybody around her is filming with iPhones, almost like they're zombies. It was creepy. It was really well yeah, done, being yeah. a very creepy premise. And actually, the guy in this, the, the one guy um, that's running the whole show, is the dude that was the newspaper, the who was the courier, the bike courier from Space, the ugly, very ugly club dude. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you know when you saw him. I recognized him from something else because yeah. I don't think I ever saw Spaced. I mean, he didn't look ugly as ugly in this one. He was right. a little rough looking in the other one. But anyway. But, yeah, so they're chasing her, and then it turns out that she's actually, she had committed a crime, and this is her punishment, but her mind has been wiped, so she doesn't know that she committed this crime. Yeah. And then it's revealed to her. Yeah. And I don't want to get too much into it, Jay. But then, well, here, well, do you want me to just dip out? You, you know what? Add? I think at this point, Jay, we're well. Yeah, that's okay. We're gonna have to cut you off, man. Yeah. No, it's okay, man. <laughs> I, uh, I I know you're holding back, and I, and, uh, I appreciate that. So you guys go nuts. I'll catch you all later. Okay. All, all right, right, sir. You have a good evening. See ya. <laughs> all right. Is he gone? He's gone. He's gone. Okay. So yeah, this lady. You know, they they her and her boyfriend essentially murder a child right she films it she realizes that she films it and this just she can't believe that she would do something like that the part then they just keep replaying she becomes an a, a an amusement park or a yeah or a park attraction they've made this park around her and people the people with the iphones are are park guests don't get too close to her but film as much as you want right 
And but then they replay it every time, and that's, that's where I'm like, at some point she's gonna need a sandwich. Yeah, that's there's that, and also like how much money and time is invested in just a torture device for somebody that yeah. where they could, if they had the technology to wipe her mind clean, wouldn't they just rehabilitate her? Like, or you know, there's all the kinds of torture. Like this is a very ornate thing for this to be that that guy's entire life every day is chasing this woman down. Well, I don't know that they establish he has no relation to the child. No, they don't say anything about that. Right. He's just, they don't even say if it's a police facility, if it has, a, like, they have no, they don't really they don't, say I who's think doing they lead, this. they lead to it, that it's some type of correctional, yeah. a correctional amusement park of some type. Right, which is fine, but I think I think it was just a little too, like, this is a little bit too much work to make this, and they got very ornate with the story with her, too. Mm-hmm. It's, like, just to torture her. You know, I don't know. I think it was a little much. It, but it's an enjoyable episode, but that part lost me. And the other one, Playtest, was oh, the, right. the horror movie game, which yep. that's Kurt Russell's kid. I didn't know that. The guy? Yeah, the guy that was oh, Kurt. Okay. I, might, I don't know if it's Goldie Hawn's as well, but I know it's Kurt Russell's kid. They did a great job of making you like him like immediately. Like, yep. oh, he's a likable character, and he runs off, runs off from home. He's at, I don't know, his 20s or something. Runs away from his mom, and his dad had Alzheimer's, and goes to England, does this world tour, meets this girl, they have a great time. He Who ends had up to doing look this. up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she was sharp. She's all right. Yeah. They look, uh, then he does this video game testing thing with this new virtual reality, but it's super real. And then I thought it was... And it's doing- a beta test, too, because in later episodes, they've kind of, they kind of lead you to think about these, this is where I get into the, they, they show a beta test in this, mm-hmm. but in later episodes, and I think as in, even in San Junipero, this is where... They've almost perfected it. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, that's actually. why. I, that's why I feel like there's about six months between episodes because it's to me that's it's almost like you know two episodes later is about a year and they've perfected what they were working on. There's there are a ton of like fan sites and fan theories mm-hmm. and people breaking down the timeline and when they think what happened mm-hmm. and so yeah, there's there's you can find all that online. It's that one ended a little. It, it ended not only just too dark but a little too cheesy for me with the multiple. Is this a dream? Oh no, I'm waking up. Oh wait, this is a dream. Oh no, I'm waking up. Oh wait, yeah, this at that is point, a dream. It was total oh, no. recall. You didn't know which what and was then, the end, what was real. You know, the whole it just the way it ended wasn't I was thought mm-hmm. it was pretty lame. Because he was a likable character and it's just the way they did it was little Was the actual end where he's just brainwashed and they, they put him in the room with the others? Is that what it happened? I forget if I think that was the actual end. The very end, it, like his mother was calling him on his phone while they're doing the test because his phone was on because he was taking a picture of the system. Yeah. And, and it fries his brain. The system, yeah. yeah. That's right, because it had been like one second. Like the entire show was one second of, of yeah. actual time. Yeah, yeah. I, right. I didn't like that at all. I thought it was a little... Well, that's when it got really kooky. I, it, and I don't... I'm not a big horror movie fan anyway. Right. Not... Because I... I the, it's not that I don't like to be scared. I just usually like see through a lot of it. I yeah. kind of like, well, it, it's, it's... It was a, too dark of an ending I'm for that I'm not actually character. in this building, so I'm not actually going to get hurt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, I had to look up... Uh, what's her name here? I got it written down. Hannah John Kamen. And she's actually... So th- now we're into season three, which is 2015, I believe. 2016, mm-hmm. I mean. And she was actually in... The 15 million credits episode of season, it's season one, episode two. I think 
Yeah, she's on the show or something like that. Yeah, I, I, is she on the show yeah, she or is. does she walk by? Is she riding one of the bikes down the Mm-mm. down the hall or something? No, I think she's the one of the girls that like made it that's on the show. Oh, she's the singer. Yeah, that everyone's like, oh well, she made it, so we can make it. Yeah, that's I think who that was she her. is. Okay, because, because well, yeah, we're talking about five six years between seasons here, so mm-hmm. you know, I guess she'd probably be in yeah much younger looking. But she's also in uh, Force Awakens, and oh, she's in. Uh, have you have you heard of the book uh, Ready Player One? Yeah, Jay talks about it all the time. I actually have a. Copy. Everyone tells me to read it. Yeah, it's supposed it. to be real good, and I I feel like if you like what I hear about Ready, uh, Ready Player One, that Black Mirror kind of falls right into it. It's it's a yeah. it's a a world even 10, 15 years from now where everyone everyone's wearing VR headsets. Yeah. And that's just how you live. I was told it's Willy Wonka about video games. Yeah. So, yeah. Sure. Yeah, a lot of <laughs> 80s references and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Which, uh, know, let's get into it, man. Mm-hmm. San Junipero. This is episode three. Well, you know what? Before we get into that, there's the, uh, the it was called the Waldo moment. Yeah, yeah. I'm watching this going, okay, they wrote this based on the whole Trump... Uh, can uh, campaign, but it's actually from 2011. Yeah, it came out long before and that. It's, it's a, a cartoon character who runs for some type of of office based on the fact that it would just be funny. They're doing it basically to irritate a guy that was on that didn't like the character. Yeah, and they're doing it to like it's like cur- courage the triumph uh, triumph the. Oh, I got Courage the Cowardly Dog, but Triumph the Insult Comic Dog. Yeah, yes, that's yeah. exactly who the character is, but, but... But not funny. Yeah, I'm going to fuck up your election and <laughs> yeah. run because people will vote for me because I'm just going to say whatever comes to my mind. Yeah. And I'm watching this going, this is the Trump campaign. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're predicting it five years in the future. Mm-hmm. It, it's nuts. Yeah. Uh, but again, they also establish a certain... Um, uh, technology and how it's it's an actor using a series of joysticks and and facial recognition to create this uh, uh, real time cartoon character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Triumph the insult comic or the com- Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> what, you know. What, I'm what did you call? Try. Uh, I thought it was. Cur- I got mixed up with Courage the Cowardly Courage. Dog. Yeah. Which was a twisted ass show, by the way. I don't know if you ever saw that. Mm-mm. It was on Cartoon Network. And it's this dog who lives on this farm with these two old people. And he's the only one that sees all these crazy supernatural things happening. But some of them are legitimately creepy. It's actually kind of a twisted show. It's enjoyable. Courage the... The Cowardly Dog. Okay. I believe it's all on Netflix, too. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. San Junipero. That's so good. Yeah. You... That was what you hit me with first. Like, you need to watch Black Mirror. Okay, I'll watch Black Mirror. And then you're like, okay, look... If you do anything, watch season three, episode four. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, you know what? I want to watch the whole thing. I'll get some time here. We yeah. have some time off over Christmas. And holy shit. So it starts off basically as a what seems like a tourist town. Yeah. 1987. Some nondescript California. Yeah. It's, it's a beach town with a couple bars. Uh, one is referred to as essentially a city club. I forget what they called it. Oh, the right. Quagmire. The Quagmire, yeah. yeah because It I, was City Club, too. Yeah, it was totally City Club from, like, the early 90s. Yeah. And then the other one is just, like, kind of a, a your regular 80s. Well, it, uh, what the heck was the name of it? Mm, it? It had a name. Because then they start. 
It was a guy. It was just a, somebody's name, right? Just yeah. Guy's name. Yeah. I'll, I'll whatever. Yeah. But and a girl, very meek girl, goes in there and and meets a party girl who kind of friends her, and then they they for whatever reason they stop talking because they, they yeah. kind of establish that you know hey midnight's coming up. Yeah, they're like, and and the the guy initially says like it will be midnight in two hours. Yeah, we got two and a half hours here. Yeah, and it's like as that's happening, I'm wondering, you know, they did a really good job at dropping things of like what the fuck, and you know, yeah. but by the time before that, you know what's going on, you have all these theories of what's going right. on. But then it all, yeah, it all comes to because then, and then you realize sh- they can only wait until the next week too. Yeah, it's always it has Saturday. to be Saturday. Yeah, and they only have a few hours, and they're done at midnight, and you don't know exactly. What's right. happening? Like, yeah, do they so not one exist? week later, one week. I mean, then she goes looking for her, and they tell that she goes to this, you know, Harry's or whatever the heck it's called. Yeah, and they say go to the Quagmire. That's where we learn about the Quagmire. She runs into that guy yeah. that was, you know, either her ex boyfriend. You're thinking, you know, a fling sure. or whatever. Yeah, of the party girl. Turns out that he then says, "Well, you you need to go look. I've I've seen her in." Uh, 92 and 97 and, yeah. and and 2002 even and you're like what the heck they're talking different years and then all of a sudden it's one week uh, one week later and it's 1994 or something and the way they always establish this is there's there's a the te- music playing too yeah oh the music is, is like i had to look it up because they were playing the pixies at the quagmire and uh was it debate it wasn't debaser Something against you. They're playing something against you by the Pixies, and I was mm-hmm. like, "Wait, was that '86?" Right. And then I look, and it's '87. So there's little things where she's changing the year to try to find her. Yeah. Um, well, and that's where you start to say, like, they they establish that they're moving in years, and you're not sure why yet. Mm-hmm. And it, the same thing happened to me because they're playing Terrence Trent Darby "Wishing Well." Yeah. And I'm like, I know that wasn't a that wasn't from '87 or '92 or whatever. And now they're in like 2002 or 2006. They went to something, yeah, and, and because that made more sense. I think right. actually they had a little seven. romantic affair, by yeah. the way, in the beginning. Well, yeah. Then eventually, these these the the meat girl meets up with the party girl. You know, white girl, black girl, two women. Um, they fall in love, yep. but the the black girl. Ba- then they start talking about meeting in real life. Well, yeah. Well, well they say mean? initially. Uh, I like it when she tells. Oh God, I wish I remembered their names now. Uh, the one is Yorkie, right? Yorkie's the Yorkie's British, the British, the the not uh, British, but the the kind of nerdy girl. The, yeah, Christina, just like or Susan something? or something. No, I'll look it up. So she says to her when she finds her in two thousand six, she goes, "This isn't. You don't belong here. What are you doing here?" She was almost disgusted. Kelly yeah. and Yorkie. Kelly, Kelly was her name. So anyway, and then when they're in bed together after they finally. They're saying she's like, I'm just visiting here. Right. You know, they're like, oh, okay. Well, you know, they're, and then you're just starting to realize, okay, what the fuck is going on? Because I remember I, this was the highest rated Black Mirror episode. It was like 9.2 or something like that. Like, that's high for any television show. Yeah. And so I'm like watching this. I'm like, okay, why is this so good? Like, I'm intrigued by what's going on. And then it just, once you start unfolding exactly what's happening. You know, then you're like, okay, this isn't real. Maybe meeting in real life. This yeah, well, because uh, Kelly starts talking about I had a husband. Yep, and he didn't choose to pass over. She's great, by the way. That actress that played Kelly. Yeah, when she has a couple little soliloquies of like what's going on. Oh, she's awesome. well. And there's the one, the one point where the uh, uh, 
uh, where Yorkie wants to meet up with her, mm-hmm. and because she's starting to feel this way for Christina this. Christina wants to meet Yorkie, I think. Kelly. Kelly. I mean, Kelly wants to meet Yorkie, I think. No, Yorkie is the white girl. Right. Yeah, yeah she's looking for Kelly. Kelly's like, you know, whatever. You're, you're, you know, she's she's trying to lead her into having more fun. Yeah. But but Yorkie now is pursuing her through the different times. And at the one point where she's getting ready before she goes out, she's dressing almost like different music videos and yeah. playing different music to yeah. the point where they play "Addicted to Love" and she's wearing yeah. a black dress and she actually progressively gets a little sluttier looking yeah and then, yeah and then goes back to her like 80s dress yeah except the one episode i think when or the one time when it's like 94 or whatever and it's a little grungy and she's just wearing like jeans and a military coat yeah 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 so anyways yeah so they um they still know she says like where are you at and she says where she lives and she goes oh that's not far right so then you're like this is an online thing you know this is like a, yeah you know. somehow they're they're in this virtual reality chat room Mm-hmm. But she's like, I don't want you to come see me. That's I don't what want it you was. To see me. Yeah, that was Yorkie saying that, right? Yorkie saying that she yeah. doesn't want her to see her. Yeah. And so you're so like, then, oh, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> what's then, happening? Then they kick into what essentially is reality, which yep. is Kelly's in her seventies. They're all in there. Yeah, they're all aged, and she's she's being helped into a van to drive to this other location to see her friend. Mm-hmm. And that's where they drop it on you that yeah. she's been a paraplegic or since quadriplegic since, since her twenties. Yeah. So she and and which and, answers a million questions because she was saying I've never been with anybody. I've never been in a relationship. Yeah. This interests me. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, just why she's so meek. She's just never experienced life. And she's acting more young yes. mentally. Yeah. And she's oh she talks about how, oh through the whole thing she's talking about her fiance. And like, yeah. it's complicated. My parents don't agree with it. Yeah, my family. I've, I've never my been. My family doesn't. Yeah, agree my with my it. family doesn't agree with it. I've never been with him. We've never. Done, she's like, it's just, it's complicated. It's, yeah. And then you get to no, see the fiance is an intern yep. at this play, this facility, and that he's she's laying at. it on her. Yeah, I'm so and so. I'm the guy she's gonna marry because then I would have power of attorney to let her live in San Junipero because her family's super Christian and they don't agree with it. Right. And she doesn't want to die. Yeah. And San Junipero is this virtual reality that they give the elderly to help them cope with passing well, over. Well, and they mention, they mention that you're obviously just doing the trial because you're only... It'll fry your brain. It'll fry the brain of a, of a live person yeah, if they stay spend in. more than five hours a week there yeah so they go every set you know it's every saturday you can do five hours at san yeah so now you're completely out of the 80s setting they got you into yeah and from there on out you're going back and forth between them in san junipero and them out of it and them like and then kelly has her reasons for not wanting to do it because Mm -hmm. she said you know my husband and didn't do it and my daughter didn't want to well she didn't have a choice she her daughter yeah it wasn't it didn't exist when her daughter died that's what they had a, a daughter that died in a car accident or whatever and then that's why the father, her her husband, said, "You know what? Yeah, I I can't live forever if my daughter couldn't live in this reality." Do yeah, and when the, yeah, and then they're when they're arguing about that in San Junipero after they get married because Kelly decides to marry her. Yes, because she feels like they're in love, so she should be the yeah, one. You to know do what? It. This is where I I, won't, I meant to rewind a bit, but the how how are they doing a a wedding ceremony, be it with the intern or Kelly. They had, um, remember, he said he would talk to her. The intern said that he would talk to her through, uh, he said, I talked to her through the box. I guess there's 
an AI type voice box that she okay. can communicate through. Okay. Yeah. So he she's able to communicate through this device okay. to him. He said I talked to her through the box every day and she wants to do this. So she was able to legally get married through this device okay. that that's, she can speak. That's what it didn't that's what kind of hung me up was like it sounds like almost other people are making choices for her. But no, they okay. said yeah, they they he had brought that up in the conversation. So yeah, she thinks, okay, well I'm in love with her, so we should get married because we want to do this right. But then Kelly's still saying like I'm not staying here still. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to do this right and they have the argument and whatever else. And then they fucking swerve you. Yeah. This is the best part of the whole fucking show where you know, it shows Yorkie and she's sitting and she's looking at the clock and she pops in the tape and fucking heaven is a place on earth starts playing. Yep. And I'm about to cry yeah. right now talking about it because it's so good. And she's going to pick up Kelly from the airport. Oh, my God. Because she decided to stay and they fucking live happily ever they after. They go cruising in their Miata. Oh, my God. Wow. And it's the most. Yeah. No, I just got goose pimples. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm like tearing up. Yeah. Dude, I, was a... I seriously had tears oh after God. this. I'm I know. watching this going. I, I didn't realize it, but then afterwards, I'm like, why? I, I was yeah. crying. Yeah, and I, they're doing it with the credits. So they yes. show her popping the tape in, and that starts playing. I'm like, no shit. No shit. And then they're fucking slowly, yeah. slowly showing them together. You're like, well, ah! they, they show her, because the whole passing over is actually a thing where they choose. They put the little thing on their head. Yeah. And then they obviously. They download, they, kind they of. Give them, yeah, they, they give them some kind of intravenous thing. Yeah. And, yeah, they're showing them do this. But meanwhile, they're also showing real world where they're taking these little kid, the little capsule with their personality. Yeah, and they're they're plugging him into a data bank. This yeah, giant as this server is playing, farm. as heaven yeah. is a place on earth is playing, as they're yep. showing them on the beach together. And I'm waiting because you know there's nothing but dark fucking endings. I'm just like on the yeah, edge I'm of my for seat. Like a power outage or something. Yeah, I'm waiting for the whole thing to shut down or blow exactly. up or like it's not her or whatever. And fucking, I'm like till they finally ended it. I was on the edge of my seat. Oh man! And I'm like, thank fucking god. Yeah. No, it ended. I it ended on such a high note, and the music, and to the point now where I I noticed today, and even the uh, the last couple days, I keep. Uh, um, Oh crap! What's the name? The Robbie Neville, "Say La Vie," mm-hmm. "Say La Vie." Oh yeah, yeah. La vie. That has been. I'm like, why am I humming this all the time? Because it was one of the one of the dance songs they were playing. Yeah, the the best movie of the past ten years is an episode of television, and it's fucking San Junipero. Yeah, it's like forty five minutes. It's so fucking so good. good. Like well, no, I feel like like the bar has been set with that where i feel like filmmakers have no excuse anymore yeah you know like yeah stop stop remaking shit there's ideas out there yeah uh but then the the bummer is you you watch this thing and then the next episode starts yeah at this point i'm one of the darkest i'm like oh my god i want to watch this and they go right into this like no i I watched the first five minutes i had to shut it off Yeah, don't watch anything else after you watch this one we'll save it for another day the yeah. other two are fine. The other two are there. I've got two more to go, but I stopped. They're fine. I yeah. feel like the one right after is one of the weaker episodes, and it didn't help that it was right after the best episode of the yeah. whole series. But Yeah, no, I'm still on a high from yeah. watching that. Yeah, I mean, they're fine for what they are, but that one is just fucking amazing. And, like, at first I thought, okay, did they come up with this episode from the song Heaven is a Place on Earth? As I'm as I'm reading this, the or as I'm reading the, the lyrics in my head, I'm like, Wait, everything there, everything's Belinda Carlisle is singing about is this episode. Yeah, it's not though, because I looked it up and I read interviews about this. I didn't know this was such a famous episode till after I saw the high ranking. I'm like, oh, this must be pretty good. And then I looked it up. The writer creator said that he was out jogging and it came onto his playlist. He was already writing the episode, and it came onto his playlist, 
And he said, like, I'm going to stop writing right now because I will not make the episode unless I get the rights to this song because this song has to be in it. Yeah. And that's how he came up with the ending, which is so fucking perfect. It's yeah. so good. Yeah, he said, like, I, have, I won't even do it unless I can get this song in there. I need to get all of these songs in this movie or else in this Earth episode and I won't, or I won't do it. And he made the right decision. I'm so fucking glad he got the money to make the, yeah. ep- you know, to oh, get the rights so to that song. There were, so there were fan theories, I guess. Oh, well, I, Black Mirror is always a dark ending. And I guess people are throwing these at him because in an interview, he said people always throw at me like, oh, I know what really happened. Like, that's not really her. That's just an AI meant to be her. And this is their dark. Fa-. He's like, nope, they have a happy ending. Like, just fucking <laughs> just stop. deal with it. Yeah. yeah, deal with it. They just deserve it. There's it no way I'm fucking them over. Awesome. This is how this ends. Awesome. I'm not changing it. I'm like, good. Like, because for so many, I was afraid he'd be a dick about it. He'd be like, well, bleh. No, he's like, <laughs> these two get a fucking happy ending. And they do. And it's awesome. And I love it. And they, they'll never go back on it. So. Yeah. Somebody else brought up the idea, too, of the bartender was always the same bartender, right? Well, and there's a couple of characters that pop around, too. And, mm-hmm. and actually, there's the video game guy. The video game guy is always the same. The sec- and then the, yeah. the date guy. Yeah, well, the thing I noticed about the video game guy, the first second I noticed something was off about you know, the 80s is he was playing Pac-Man or Frogger, and he goes, like, this was the first of its kind is something he says in, like, the past tense. Right. So I'm like, okay, yes. they're time travelers? Are yeah. they time travelers? And they can only You're be right. there. That, that caught me too. Like, why would he say that if this is that time? And he kept, he was like innocent. He wasn't trying to hook up with her at all. He just wanted to hang out with her. And when you realize it's just some lonely old guy. He just want to play video that games. That wants to like yeah. talk to somebody and nobody will talk to him because they think he's out to bang. Oh, but that'll, he's, that'll be Which me is a, essentially what chat rooms in the internet. Like yep, yep. some guy just wants to talk. Like, no, I'm not trying to bang you. I just want to talk about yeah. Frogger. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, there's when right before they tell you what's going on when they're sitting on the roof, and she just goes, "How many of these people do you think are dead?" Yes, and then you're like, "What the fuck is going yeah. on?" Eighty percent of them. Yeah, yeah she's something. like more than half. Yeah. You know, and then it's just like then finally they you get what's going on mm-hmm. and you realize why it's so fucking good. The bartender. Somebody asked the guy too, the creator, "Why would you want to be a bartender?" Like, okay, so like you get to be whatever you want. Like, did this guy choose? To, he's like, okay, this is a good question. He's like, I left that open-ended intentionally because I like several ideas. One, this guy's in a coma and he has nothing to do. Maybe he would love bartending or maybe it's an old business guy who never got to bartend and he just wants to watch and relax and not be part of it. Or maybe he's a non-playable character, which is like NPC or whatever in video games. Yeah. Like the bots. He's like, maybe he's a non-playable character or maybe it's a moderator. Maybe it's somebody from the hospital or whoever watching the server to make sure everything's going down all right. It's right. somebody else that's monitoring the entire oh, well, system. Yeah, that absolutely makes sense. He's like, I like all these theories, so I just left it open-ended. But yeah. he says it, it kept me up at night trying to decide, like, what would that be? And yeah, I figured, why would have any, anybody have a job in this? Yeah, Yeah. so he's like, I decided to leave it open. I'm like, it's perfect. Even better. Tucker's is the name of the Tucker's. bar. And, and, and what Tucker also- was the name of the guy, though. Wasn't it the name of the dude that Kelly was avoiding? Oh, was it? I might be wrong. Oh, let's see. There's uh, Greg, Wes, Harvey. Oh, never mind. It was Harvey or Wes. You're yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, bu- bu- bu. Well, Greg is the intern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it was Wes. Yeah. That was the one thing. I'm because Harvey was the video game. I dude. graduated in, in 87. Mm-hmm. So as soon as it went 87, I'm like, oh, this is, you know, essentially three years before or these people are about three to four years older than I was when I graduated high school. Right. And I'm watching the hairstyles. I'm like, oh, yeah, that I had a 
big old poofy hair with a little bit of hockey hair hanging out. A lot right. Of gel. They made it. Did a good job of make not making it ridiculous. Too ridiculous. No, it wasn't too. Yeah, and I liked how they established every year by showing you the latest model television and show or showing and you the movie show, sign. Yeah. New, the, who was what was oh, playing at right, the movies? Right. Yeah. There was the Outsiders. Mm-hmm. Uh, gosh, I can't there was. Was the Fly up there or something? I don't remember. No, Fly was like eighty two. Yeah. Oh gosh, I know the Outsiders was one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, was Total Recall up there, maybe? I think so. Yeah. I'm almost positive, which is kind of a, you know, the whole virtual reality thing. Yeah, as I'm watching these these shows, I'm thinking Total Recall, Running Man, RoboCop, those kind of... They're they're in the future, but not everything's futuristic. It's, it's, you know, it's it's the world we're in now, but just the technologies have changed or advanced. Right. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. It's uh God, that's such a goddamn it's so good. good. Yeah, and that, but that's what's when they went to the next year that I thought was interesting was that the bar maintained the same name every time. Mm-hmm. Um, just because at first I'm thinking, all right, well maybe we're just gonna see this age progression, and now she's gonna be in their thirties, right? But when she was the same exact age, I'm like, okay, well that doesn't make any sense. But I'm thinking, you know, the bar probably would have changed names a million times over this thirty, forty year span, but. right? Then the the I like the you notice little things like when she told her uh when she was in two thousand six, she was like, What are you doing here? Like this is ridiculous. Right. That's because she didn't grow up in that era. Right. She was already, you know, older in that era. You know, you don't want to, you don't know exact what exact year this took place in, but they're leading you to believe that people go to the time that they were that age in and most, most comfortable. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what are you doing in 2006? Like, you were too old to have enjoyed this. You know, you don't want to be here. You know, like, little things like that started popping up. So Well, and what I also found interesting was, were the props. So they had this, this, and I guess you could make fake TVs, but the cars, they had brand new vehicles of mm-hmm. those years. Because the one I had... I had an 89 Jeep. I had an 89 red Jeep, just like the one that she she drives. Oh, yeah. It's 1987. And the difference between the 87 and the 87 was the first year of the square headlight Jeep. Mm. So that caught my because I know the Jeeps. I'm like, okay, that's that's right. And then the 89 Jeep had not only the roll bar, but it had these bars from the roll bar to the front windshield. Mm -hmm. But the 87s did not. And hers did not. They had an actual 87 Jeep. That's crazy. Because it was the same. You know, it looked the same for about four or five years. It's a TV show. Like most people, like they wouldn't have given it was that level of detail that I, I just sucked me in. Yeah. Yeah. So good. And it's like, I think honestly did a lot for the gay community too, because it was a lesbian relationship. Mm -hmm. They didn't have any, I don't even think they showed them kissing. They maybe showed them kiss a little Mm. bit and that was it. Because at first I was like, where are they going with this? Yeah. That was the start of their night and then they wake up together. Yeah. And I'm like, where are they going with this? Or no, they don't wake up together because it goes to midnight. They just, yeah. That's right. They're just laying in bed, and that's it. Yeah, and I'm like, what? You know, and then once you realize what's going on, and they're like, it's you know, they've mm-hmm. both had feelings and whatever. I'm just like, this is really fucking good. <laughs> like, yeah. it's not overselling it as like a gimmick, right? And like, they have a happy end, and it's not making like no, they didn't make a big fucking deal out of it's, it. It's it's uh, love without gender. Yeah, they did. A, it was awesome, and I guess the, there was a big thing. I guess. I forgot what they called it, but within the gay community, I guess they were pissed because it seemed like gay characters and lesbians specifically were getting killed off that year or for some reason on TV and television. I guess they were getting a raw deal, and they, like, lost their mind when this episode came out. They're like, finally, like, something. I mean, they died, but they didn't, you know, yeah. it wasn't a tragic death. But um, what was I going to say? 
I guess it was originally written as a man and a woman, and the writer he was just thought like, well, what if it wasn't? Yeah. He's like, oh, that actually adds a, an extra layer to the story. I'm not doing it because it's a gimmick, but it's like two women that have never wanted their whole lives to be with a woman, and that'll make this just another layer to make it unique. And it did, mm. and it was fucking great. It's such a weird thing that I can't even describe. It. No, you can't so describe good. it without sounding ridiculous. And you also can't describe it without giving away everything. So it's like, that's why I just have to just watch the fucking show. We yeah. just gave away everything anyway. No, but. yeah. I, I, hopefully everybody cut off when Jay cut off. But uh, yeah. that that's the episode. And, and you know, you, you can skip two specific episodes yeah but my i I like the way that the that the tech and this is just because i'm a techie too but the way the technology was introduced and progressed throughout the seasons leading Mm -hmm. up to this um and again yeah i still have the last two to watch so i don't know where it goes but and then there's a whole other season coming out soon another uh another six episode season yeah uh, the bar has been set i mean i'll watch them and they're all good but fuck i I, I don't have any interest to, to be bummed out at this point. It's so I'm I yeah. just I just watched it uh Saturday, I think. You can so skip the next episode days. altogether, honestly. Nah, it's, it's fine. I'll get there. I'll the get the there. final episode is pretty <laughs> intriguing though. That's yeah. Pretty, is it? Yeah, okay. it's pretty good. Okay. Pretty good. So they're worth watching. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they're okay. good. But oh fuck. Yeah. It's and I'm not mad at it because nothing will live up to that again because it was just so good. So like it's a good thing. Oh man. Yeah. Well, I mean, with that, we're gonna end on a good note here. Yeah. All right. So, real quick, your arm. Uh, you're you're just starting to work out again. Yeah. Fucking moves. You gonna start rolling around at the school tomorrow? Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Cool. A little DDP yoga too. Yeah, I might. I'm gonna see what I can do. Yeah. It's supposed to be a five pound weight limit, but they said you know. Yeah, well, you just don't do what you don't do. Yeah. Oh, you mean the doctor said five pound weight? Well, limit. that's a rough estimate. Yeah. Let's see what's you know. Well, estimates got, are made to be confirmed. Well, if you got Zach teaching you DDP yoga, I'm sure you can say I can't use this. Yeah, he'll be and, good, and he'll be perfect. That he'll work right into his whole. Shit, yeah, man. he probably. Yeah, I don't. He'll, think I'll he'll get, understand it more than anyone. I else. won't get laughed out the door. On right, that one. right. What you got? One arm. All right, man. You got anything else? That's it. All right, man. Let's take this home.
Dude, if you don't fade us out with heaven is a place on earth, I'm going to be super pissed. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, can you do that in post? 